need to correct something from my previous episode where I said that I saw videos of animals running the streets in France. I did actually see those videos, but they are not videos of the situation in France. So that piece is not accurate. But in this episode, I want to emphasize what actually happened to Hetty. There is a woman on TikTok who spoke in detail about the situation. She lives in France, so I'm going to include a link to her TikTok video. The woman in the video described the situation as a threatened coup d'etat. The situation in France is actually very serious. And crazily enough, it was actually the police union who was threatening the coup d'etat. So I think the reason things got a little out of hand when it came to crazy stories about what was going on in France is that they had decided to stop reporting. So I mentioned that Hetty is a 20 two-year-old man who lives in France. I want to tell a little bit more of his story because he says he actually was not involved in any protest. This was a completely unprovoked attack by the police. Hetty is an assistant manager at a restaurant in Marseille. He said that he was hit in the head by a blast ball that was fired by police in the early hours of July 2nd, 2023. And then he says they held him down and beat him. He says that it was about four or five officers that did that. Four police officers were charged with the violence that was inflicted on Hetty. They were ordered to be suspended and one of the officers was actually arrested and put in jail. Hetty sustained serious head trauma, a broken jaw, and damaged sight in his left eye. He said that his injuries are hard to bear and he can't look at himself in the mirror. So as I mentioned, Hetty said that he did not take part in any of the political protests that were happening. He said he and his friend had been in Marseille city center and they saw a police unit at the corner of the street. They said good evening, but the police didn't want to talk to them. Then he said it started, quote, As I turned around, I received an impact to the head. At the start, I didn't know what it was. I fell to the ground. When I wanted to get up, they caught me and dragged me into a corner. Then they started to hit me. He said one officer held him down and others beat him with fists and batons. He said he was left on the ground bleeding. He managed to move towards a local shop vomiting and soiling himself and unable to feel his skull. Shop workers drove him to the hospital where he fell into a coma. So it seems that the police in France want to have unchecked power because the national police chief, Frederic Vaux, is quoted as saying, In general, I believe that ahead of a possible trial, a police officer should not be in prison even if he may have committed serious faults or errors in the course of his work, end quote. So this national police chief believes that no matter what what a police officer does, he should not be in prison until he's on trial. Even if there's overwhelming evidence that he is a danger to society, this national police chief believes that just because the person is a police officer, they should be allowed to roam free until after a trial. There are serious issues with policing, not only in France, but in America as well. At the end of this episode, I'm going to include Hetty's words. It's in French. He's 
he's basically retelling what happened when the police attacked him. The interview is from Conbini News. With a friend of mine, we crossed paths with a BAC team. We said good evening to them, and we saw that they didn't want to talk to us. And then it started. When I turned around, I felt an impact to the head. At first, I didn't really know what it was. I fell to the ground. When I wanted to get up, they caught me and dragged me to a small corner in the dark. They started hitting me. One person was lying on my back so I couldn't move. Some hit me with their fists. Others hit me with batons. I broke my jaw. At no time was I asked for my papers. At no time was I asked what I was doing there. I tried to tell them they might crush me when I was on the ground, that I had nothing dangerous, but they didn't want to hear it. They suddenly stopped for no particular reason. They left me on the ground. I tried to find cover toward the light. I wanted to touch my head, but when I tried I couldn't feel my skull. I felt something take over my whole hand, something round. I must have had a blast ball residue, I imagine. I was in a coma from the evening until the next day at 5 p.m., 6 p.m. I had a head operation. According to them, they operated on a dead man. Then the interviewer asked, Do you not look at yourself? No. I looked at myself once in the hospital out of curiosity. I wanted to know, but it was too much. It was actually too much because today I no longer have the staples and... When you see a big metallic line with 65 staples on your head, when you see yourself swollen, when you see that your skull is no longer round, that it's not like it was before, it's super hard to bear. Then the interviewer asked, what has changed physically? Physically? My head? The fact that I can't see. Because what remains is very disturbing, very tiring. I lost almost 10 kilos. I'm very slow. I move very slowly. I often have to stay in the dark with no sound or light because I have migraines that don't stop. I have to walk with a helmet to protect me if I fall. Then the interviewer asked, How do you explain the behavior of the police? If I'm honest with you, I can't explain it. Then the interviewer asked, What can we wish for you? To be like before again. To get my life back. That would be good. The information I just shared came from an article on theguardian.com. Thank you for taking the time to listen to Path of a Green Witch podcast. Avec un ami à la croisée, une équipe de là-bas. On leur a dit bonsoir et on a vu qu'ils avaient pas envie de discuter avec nous. Et ensuite, voilà, ça a commencé. En me retournant, je me suis reçu un impact dans la tête. Au début, je savais pas bien ce que c'était. Je suis tombé au sol. Quand j'ai voulu me relever, ben en fait, on m'a attrapé et on m'a traîné dans dans un coup dans un petit coin où il faisait tout noir et ensuite de là on a commencé à me frapper il y en a un qui était allongé sur moi donc je pouvais pas bouger il y en a qui m'ont frappé avec les poings d'autres m'ont frappé avec les matraques je me suis fait casser la mâchoire à aucun moment on m'a demandé mes papiers à aucun moment on m'a demandé ce que je faisais là j'essaye de ben, en fait de leur dire qu'ils peuvent me fouiller quand je suis au sol que j'ai rien de dangereux mais euh, vous voulez rien savoir ils se sont arrêtés d'un coup sans raison particulière ils m'ont laissé par terre j'ai juste cherché à courir vers la lumière j'ai voulu me toucher la tête Mais quand j'ai voulu me toucher la tête, j'ai pas senti mon crâne. J'ai senti euh, quelque chose qui prenait toute ma main, quelque chose de rond. Là, je devais avoir des résidus de flashball, j'imagine. J'ai été dans le coma du soir jusqu'au lendemain, 17-18h. J'ai été opéré de la tête. D'après eux, ils ont opéré un mort. Tu te regardes pas Non. Je me suis regardé une fois à l'hôpital par curiosité, en fait. Je voulais savoir. Mais... Euh, C'était trop... C'était trop, en fait. 
parce que là aujourd'hui j'ai plus les les agrafes et quand tu vois un un grand trait métallique de 65 agrafes sur ta tête que tu te vois gonfler que tu vois que ton crâne il est plus ben, il est plus rond il est plus comme avant c'est c'est super dur à supporter Qu'est-ce qui a changé chez toi physiquement Physiquement, ben, ma tête, le fait que je vois pas, parce que ça reste très perturbant, très fatigant aussi. J'ai perdu, je crois, presque 10 kilos. Je parle doucement, je parle lentement, je me déplace très lentement. Je dois rester des fois souvent dans le noir, avec aucun son, aucune lumière, parce que j'ai des migraines qui s'arrêtent pas. Je dois marcher avec un casque pour me protéger au cas où si je viens à tomber. Comment tu l'expliques le jeune des policiers je suis avec vous, je pourrais pas l'expliquer. Qu'est-ce qu'on peut te souhaiter De redevenir comme avant. De retrouver ma vie d'avant. Ça serait...